We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Sashir. Hi, Nicole. How are you today? I'm good. <laughs> good. Oh, no. I feel like I came in too high. Yeah. <laughs> my, energy, my energy level's on a different plane right now. I understand. Did you... Did you rap super late last night? I rapped a few hours ago. I rapped at 8 a.m. <gasps> Girl! No! Sashir! <laughs> My word, my friends working hard. They are working hard too hard. <laughs> That's wild. It's wild. Yeah, my body doesn't know what's happening. I don't know what day it is. I oh. I like went to sleep at eleven, and then woke up at two to go to work, oh. and then was like, oh. "Is it the same night? Is it tomorrow? What is happening?" And then, and then Oof. worked. This is this is like that time. We recorded and it sounded like I was in slow motion, mm-hmm. but you don't sound like you're in slow motion. And then we did our live show and I was like, did we record a podcast <laughs> together? And you're like, we sure did. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah. Now I'm doing what you did. I'm doing night shoots and it's awful. Crazy. It should be illegal. <laughs> <laughs> it should. It's too, it's too crazy. It should. We're also filming at disneyland and so there's all these rules and we have to take a million shuttles and there's like so many checkpoints because it's just like crazy security there so it's like Mm. a lot of the times just travel (laughs) getting in there have any of those mouse heads recognized you uh yes some people have been like filming on the side which Uh is cute like they get to see a show within a show essentially (laughs) oh that's fun yeah and then people it's funny it's also like um, people are very sweet, but they like scream while we're filming. So there's people who have been like Carla <laughs> like, on the side as oh, we're filming, no. and then we gotta like stop and like restart. But it's sweet. That's actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Action, Carla, yeah. and it's like, uh, please stop. And it's like <laughs> you're ruining it. It's not only that, but then there's also like just consistent 
sounds throughout the park. There's just like music. Mm. Like a, it's a small world is playing in the background. There's a train happening. There's like it's welcome to and then in 15 minutes the fireworks are gonna. There's like a million na- announcements happening. So it's like I mean we have to stop a lot. <laughs> if the audio sounds fine, which it probably will, I will never hold for another airplane again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When they're like, mm, we can't shoot this. There's airplanes circling around. It's hauled. No. If you can shoot in fucking Disneyland, where there's a hundred million so sounds, then why am I holding for one single plane? Hmm. Maybe we're mm-hmm. in a world where there's no planes. Maybe they want to believe there's no planes in, in whatever uh, reality is in the show. Interesting. It's funny to think about TV. Like, once you're in it, you're like, oh, so in TV, there's no airplane. We just don't acknowledge um, them. Uh, also, there's no logos. <laughs> <laughs> or there's very few logos. No busy patterns. <laughs> no busy? <laughs> yeah, you can't wear any, like, wavy things mm-hmm. because it, it more rays. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. Everyone has terrible wigs. <laughs> I can't get over the wigs on these big budget things. It's pretty wild. They're terrible. Did you see the picture on Twitter of Chris Evans in a wig where they cut it with what looked like gardening shears or something? It was just like triangles. Oh. It was just like up. It was. No. I I was so confused. I was like, why did they do this? Why on earth? I'll find Please. it. I'll find it. And this is what people love about podcasting. Me holding a, uh, my phone up to the camera <laughs> <laughs> for a picture they cannot see. Hmm. Um, but I did retweet it, so you can find it real good. Okay, look. I really don't know what I'm looking at. Oh, my God, That's no. That's hairline. Oh, no, 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 no. Isn't no. that wild? Who did that? I don't know, but that's the picture. Not up close. But isn't that nuts? Also, why are we doing this to people? It's also like you could have—they could have edited that, and they could have edited the photo. Like, no, they yeah. shouldn't have cut the lace like that on the wig. But also, no, they could have touched that up. In the yeah. Photo. Not only did he anger the hair department, he also angered. Posts. Like, we are not How helping do you do him that? at all. <laughs> they were like, Chris, no, <laughs> we don't like you here. <laughs> well, speaking of. <sighs> Hollywood and TV shows. We yes. have we have a person from one of our favorite TV shows. Yes. The television show You. Yes. <laughs> we have Pin Badgley and his best friend Nava Cavalin here to talk about their friendship and their production company and the work they've been doing together. And we're gonna be testing their friendship and their knowledge of each other in a little segment we call Besting each other. Best friends today. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you know it. You love it. Best friends today. <laughs> um, I think we're going to do Nava first. Okay, so now we are going to do a segment called Besting Each Other, where we ask each best friend in the group about their other best friend. And first up, we have Nava Cavalin. And she's going to talk about her best friendship with Penn. Hi, Nava. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Okay. Are you ready for these really intense questions? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. The first question is, how did you do me? 
Penn and I met in New York City uh, in my apartment. So he was um, good friends, still is good friends with a girl I was living with named Martha. And he had gotten the offer for you. And he was really conflicted about taking the role. And I think he's talked about this in the press. I don't think I'm like outing him. And he was he was basically had come over to like consult with her, like had was getting like different people's opinions and was getting her opinion as well. And sort of like, should I take it? Should I not? Um, and I had just gotten home from the gym and my roommate, Martha, didn't give me a heads up that a like, you know, really cute celebrity was like going to be in our kitchen. <laughs> and I like walked into the kitchen and there was Penn Badgley. And I was like, oh, in my head, like, oh, my God. But I just like didn't pretend that I knew him or acknowledge um, that like I didn't pretend that I didn't know him, but also didn't acknowledge that I did. I was just like, cool. Like, hey, what's up? And then went into my bedroom and thought about it the whole time. Like, I really want to come back downstairs. I really want to talk to him, but didn't. But then we like kept sort of naturally meeting after that. Okay. So you're like in the same yeah. friend group. Yes, we're in the same friend group. And then we're both members of the Baha'i Faith, which is like a pretty small religious community. So we like go to a lot of the same events and we were involved in a similar like youth program, like a mentorship program for youth. So we would like see each other a lot through that. Yeah. Do you remember a moment where you went from just like casually being in group settings to being like, you know what? I like this person. And like clicking. We had a road trip to... Maine. So I worked at the UN when I was in New York and I was a researcher for a a UN organization. And one, like one kind of quarter, like a, like a three month period, I was researching media, the impact of media on like youth. And I convinced Penn to go to a conference with me, mostly because he had a car and he could drive me and I didn't, uh, where there would be like producers and actors and people thinking about like the positive impacts of film potentially. And so we ended up driving to that together with my roommate, Martha, who works at TED Um, TED Talks. And on that car ride, we were all going through like something really difficult, really challenging. And we were like all like commiserating and like really bonded. And that's when he and I became really good friends. Mm. Yeah. That's cute. I love that. When you said TED, I was like, Ooh, what is this? What is TED? You're like TED Talks. I was like, Oh, Oh, yes, I know that. (laughs) Yeah. The Mark Wahlberg movie, Ted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the teddy bear? Is that what you're speaking of? <laughs> so next question. What is your favorite memory of traveling together? Uh, it would be that road trip. But I'm yeah. trying to think if there's another if there's another one. We haven't, we, we do, so Penn and I now have a production company together and we do annual retreats. We do like two a year. Um, and this year I flew to London for one and it got, cause he's in London filming you. It got cut short. So we just had like a, I know he's not going to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. We had like a half day together in London and it was really cool just to see how people react to Penn in London. Like it was different than in the States. I felt like there was a bigger reaction. It was like whispers through the crowd. Like, that's it. and <laughs> I just like in the U S people are more straightforward. They either know who you are or don't, and they acknowledge it or they don't. They're not trying to like be secretive about it is my mm. experience with him. You, you're both famous. You know what it's like. But uh, in the UK, it was like everything was like whispers and you could see like a whisper moving through the crowd. And I just thought that was like so fun and cute. And it was just really fun to have like a half day together in London, even though it was like shorter than what we'd planned. I, I loved that. So that's probably my favorite. Did you guys do anything with your half day? We His wife was there and his um, kids and my sister was there. And we all went to a really pretty park and we went to a bakery and we went to this like marketplace. We were in Notting Hill. And I think there's like a famous marketplace. They sell like silver and like China, like a very UK marketplace. And we walked through that. And that's where people were like whispering and the crowd was forming. Yeah. 
That sounds like such a cute day. I love it was. It. it was really fun. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about Penn? My favorite thing about Penn is that he's super generous, like to a degree that I haven't seen in many people. Um, I'm his business partner, so I also like benefit from that in like a professional setting. But also as like a friend, he's just like he's incredibly generous. He's incredibly giving. Um, so that's definitely my favorite thing about him. But um, the, another thing is that he's really funny, which I think a lot of people don't know, and which for some reason he doesn't show often. And I'm always like, Ben, you got to be funnier. I think even before this, I texted him and I was like, can you please be funny today? You brought a non-fame. They probably wanted you to bring Chase Crawford and you brought me. So you have to deliver. We'll see. We'll see how he does. But he is actually very funny. Uh-huh. That's so funny to text someone. Can you be funny today? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you could have to guess, what do you think Penn's favorite thing is about you? This is either his favorite thing or his least favorite thing, and it might be both. But Penn has told me many times that I'm the most straightforward person he's ever met. <laughs> and like, you always know where you stand with me. Like, if I'm happy with something you've done, you know it. And if I'm not, you also know it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't like dissimulate how I feel. So I think he admires that I'm straightforward. And I think it also really annoys him that I'm like really straightforward sometimes. Can you think of a time where you were very straightforward and maybe he didn't like that? Yeah, I can think of many times. (laughs) But, uh, there's like one project where I feel like we haven't met a deadline that we should. And I have sent him many notes about why I think that's like a problem, Mm -hmm. uh, pretty like directly. And I know that that like annoys him because I think for him in like Hollywood, there's a culture of like, it's casual. Like we say six months, but it's really 12 or, but I worked at the UN where it's like, it's not a minute later than you said. So like getting used to each other's different ways of handling that has, has been like a point of tension a few times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's funny to think about. Yeah. And the industry, it very much is, the timeline is like, okay, we'll get it to you in six months. And then it's like two years later, the project's finished. You're like, hmm, it it went a little long. Yeah. Okay. What is something you do that drives Penn crazy? I text him incessantly. If he doesn't respond to a text from me, I'll just like keep following up. I don't know if he'll say that, but I know it drives him crazy. I don't know if he's ever admitted to me that it drives him crazy. That's probably one. There's probably so many. Um, and maybe just the, like, being too direct sometimes. I think he's like, you could you could have sugarcoated that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what is something that Penn does that drives you crazy? He ignores my texts. <laughs> also, on a smaller note, he never, he hardly ever uses exclamation points and emojis and I know that's so stupid but sometimes it hurts my feelings I'm like this was so sweet it deserved a little heart emoji or something so no I get that I love emojis Mm -hmm. I use them so much just like randomly too there was a point of contention with the Nicole's texting because (laughs) she she likes to she's better at it now but for a while she would write in full sentences and add a Mm. period at the end of mm. the sentences, and that feels harsh. <laughs> so yeah. sometimes you'd ask her a question, <laughs> and she'd be like, "Yes, period." And I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> what did I do?" To yeah, you? <laughs> and I didn't know. Does and this is a universal thing. <laughs> yeah. Everyone had a problem with the way I texted. Oh boy, it was That's very really funny. <laughs> very hard to hear. And then wow. sometimes I put a period at the end, and then I'll delete. It. <laughs> 
Good for you, Nicole. I'm like, I don't want anyone to think don't that want to I'm ruffle anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but then if you do it deliberately now, is it because you're mad? You like want them to know? No, if I'm mad, I just like text a flirt. I, I'll do like a voicemail. Mm. And be like, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Like a full-blown cartoon <laughs> character. Okay. Between you and Penn, who would do better on the CBS television series that has been running for <laughs> 97 seasons called Survivor? Has it really been 97 seasons? No. That's a joke. No. Okay. No. It's like, like, do they do like four a year? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like for sure, Penn. I, he is like the famous rich one, but I am way more high maintenance. Penn is like so <laughs> down to earth, so easygoing, and he's like handy and I think would do well on that show. And I would die on day one. Like, I would not make it alive, I'm sure. (laughs) Have you ever watched Survivor? I, I, was it the first season that there was some insane guy named Richard who was, like, quite evil or something? Mm, I probably shouldn't say stuff like that. Here's the thing. Neither of us have watched it. (laughs) I think I saw one episode because there was, like, so much press about this guy being, like, awful. But that's the only one I've seen. (laughs) Do you think you'd have any skill with the like social aspect of survivor because there's like surviving mm-hmm. in the wilderness but there's also like a team thing going on and coming from the un i would want yeah if maybe, maybe. skills working with i can people. be diplomatic i can yeah. be diplomatic and i can keep a secret uh i have a good poker face so maybe yeah mm-hmm. boy oh boy what's it like to keep a secret doesn't it eat you alive when we see someone you know who's like a mutual friend don't you just want to tell us I mean, definitely, definitely want to, but if I have to keep the secret, I can. <laughs> Boy, I can keep some secrets, but sometimes I'm like, how, I just got it. <laughs> oh, something Penn is really good at. He is a vault. I think sometimes he also just forgets. But like with me, I will say you have to tell me not to tell because I'm very like open. I'm not super private. So you have to tell me not to tell other people and then I won't tell them if I know you don't want me to. But if you don't tell them, sometimes I just assume I can. But Penn always assumes that it's private and he's like really private. It's really good. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Mm. I tell us to share everything about everybody. <laughs> and when people go, don't tell anyone, I cross my fingers and I go, I will. And then <laughs> in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna tell <laughs> so I'm not lying because I said it. <laughs> so, Sheer, do you tell Nicole everything? Yeah. I do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it no, should no, just no. be like I understood. Like, well, Nicole's going to know this information anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we reached the end. Oh. What do you hope you're both doing 20 years from now? I'll start with Penn. I hope Penn is an award-winning director. I think that's a path. I think he'd be really good at that. Um, I hope he gets to star in one of the like superhero franchises. <laughs> just yeah. like think that'd be great for him. Um, I hope our company is still around and successful. And I hope that he he has two kids now. I hope he has one more. I think he wants one more. I hope he has one more kid. And I hope that one of his kids is like a really talented classical musician. Mm-hmm. And I have one more. And I hope that his side hustle is being like a guest lecturer at USC. Because he got into USC, but he didn't go. And sometimes I think he regrets it. And I think he'd be an amazing professor. So that's, I hope he has a very busy, full He has a very full schedule. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see if he can like pull that all up. And then for myself, I hope that I'm married and have kids. That's my number one. This is probably going to sound really strange, but I hope that I'm a really good neighbor. I'm like really obsessed with the idea of like neighbors getting to know each other and like bringing each other cookies when you live on the same block and like having each other's numbers. 
So I hope that as like a family, that our family would be like a family that anyone in the neighborhood could come to. Mm. I really love that idea. And I hope that our production company is really successful. That's so sweet. Thank you. Can you be more specific about successful? What what would you, mm-hmm. what would happen in, in your production company? It's a great question, Sajir. <laughs> um, I think we're right now. We have a podcast out, and we have like two independent films that we're working on. But I think we'd love to have sort of like a little bit of everything, like mm-hmm. movies, TV shows, and then part of our ethos is like creating content that. It doesn't have to be like positive or upbeat. It can deal with like heavy things, but that shows like a like a bright side of human nature. And it's really hard to sell that is what we found. And so I hope that we're like successful in that way, that we're not just like making dark stuff because that's what sells. So I hope that we're making like uplifting content um, that people enjoy and watch. I love that. I love that too. Thank you. Also... Now I want to bring cookies to my neighbors. I've done it many times. Some some are weirded out because it's like not normal. But for the most part, I've like made friends out of it always. <laughs> so like, oh, what'd you put in these cookies? But I think people like it. I should try that too. There's like, I'm surrounded by a lot of older people, which is uh-huh. fine. Ugh, but yeah. they'll love cookies. They'll, they'll love that. Love cookies. Yeah. But I'm like, I should probably know these people I'm gonna be here forever <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I like forgot because I I like spent most of my adult years in New York in apartment mm. buildings where I'm like I'm gonna leave soon so I never I don't even know who these people are and then yeah. I moved into a house and then was like not making an effort to go yeah. meet people and then I was like oh wait I should probably <laughs> yeah, know these nice. people just mm-hmm. like I don't know in case of emergency or whatever yeah. So I actually, I lived in New York, obviously, before, and I lived in Brooklyn, and my roommate, one of my roommates also was, like, really into that idea, and we went, we went down our whole block. I think we brought people dough donuts from, like, that bed donut place. Like, so nice. good. Ooh. Yeah, and, and we made friends, and then the pandemic, I had, like, just moved into that place, and then the pandemic hit, and we all, like, were able to rely on each other because we, like, mm. had exchanged numbers, we had a WhatsApp group. And uh, I was like, thank goodness we did that. Like, yeah. we didn't do that knowing that a global pandemic was going to hit, but we felt so much safer knowing our neighbors and knowing everyone on the block. That's so you just fun. never know. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Well, we're now going to quiz Penn All right. on <laughs> you. All right. Excited. Nervous. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. 
Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their brilliant eye brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the waterproof eyebrow liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little like finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash best friends for 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Now we're on to the second part of Besting Each Other. We just talked to Nava, and now we're going to talk to her best friend, Pin Badgley. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having Welcome, me. Welcome, Pen. Thank you for doing this. Please. We're yeah, going to ask you some really intense questions, so I hope you're ready. That's great. Those are the only kind I like. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the first intense question. Okay. How did you two meet? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was in Nava. Well, we're, we both think that it's likely we would have met at some point maybe preliminarily before this but like just very much in passing but mm -hmm. um it was in her apartment because i was pretty close friends with her roommate at the time and i was sitting uh actually like in this little couch thingy talking to her roommate a friend of ours named martha who's also very close with nava Shout out to Martha. She's listening. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, you know, actually I was having a very intense conversation with Martha because I was thinking about whether or not I was going to take this, this job that was coming up and it was called you, which is the show I'm now on. And uh, yeah, a lot of factors to think about. And yeah. And then Nava came in and I think she just worked out something along those lines. It was n not, not much to think about. Then later I would, uh, see her again in that apartment because they would host these gatherings where they just pull people from all different kinds of backgrounds and conversations they'd had at work or whatever it is and they, they called it a meaningful conversations mm. something like that and um i remember the first time 
I really heard Nava speak. I gathered that she was working at the UN and everything she said was really sharp. And I just thought, oh, well, you know, who's, who's, this, who's this person? Yeah. And then it would uh, snowball. I mean, to be honest, I, you know, one thing I love about her, uh, well, you know, I won't, I won't go on too much right now. I answered the question. Yeah. And we can get, we can get into it. <laughs> We're going to get into what you love about her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, the next question is, what is your favorite memory of traveling together? I mean, real travel, like we, we only have the one, which goes into actually what I was about to say is uh, our friendship really has always had a, a, like a purpose to it. You know, you don't, a lot of people you meet circumstantially. We really traveled together for the first and only real significant time um, on our way to this, this conference. Um, It was like a media gathering. And so we, you know, and what she was doing at the UN at the time was partly not all she was doing, but she was part of her focus was studying the, or researching the effects of is it research? It was, it, it, it would have been gathering research because she wasn't conducting the research herself. <laughs> so, 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 you know, she was researching the effects of media on youth. And this mm-hmm. was like a lot of what I was thinking about at the time because of the shows I come from, you know? And so, yeah, our first conversations were all about that. And then and it, it was like a six hour drive, I think. And so I don't remember any of the conversations really. I think she played me some music by the 1975, I think. And I think maybe we listened to my music too. And, and we, there were two other people in the car. That's funny. You're like, I really love that she let me play my music. To, <laughs> no, you know what? I don't, I, I, no, to, 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 to be honest, I mean, it was on repeat. It was, uh, it was just, it was, I don't let anybody You're listen like, to But like, listen else. to it again. Let me know how no, you no, really no, no, feel no, 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 no. But, but I think what you didn't appreciate about that one. No, go back, go back to the beginning. It's, what a, we got five hours. Um, no, I, I'm, almost positive that somebody in the car would have asked me because I, I do not offer that up. That's like, that would mm-hmm. be really, that would be, yeah, you don't believe me. All right, well, just carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to go back to what you said about like our friendship has a purpose. Oh, what what do I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, first of all, we we run a, a, a production company together and we have this podcast together, Pod Crushed. And um, I just think that the reason that we've continued hanging out and working together is because it's always had actually a quite an explicit purpose, like to, to make something of meaning, you know, mm-hmm. we, we started early on talking about a script that she was conceptualizing. And that was about her experience as a middle school director. She was, she was not quite like a teacher, but she was a, she was a, mm-hmm. a director and a, like a kind of almost like a vice principal. Mm-hmm. And I was just fascinated. Like she, she, she comes from a background where she's so professional and competent in a way that I've never had to be. And I'm very professional, competent in my craft. But what it, what it does not require is like, uh, like organization and and like that sort of real world kind of competency and responsibility. You know, you could mm-hmm. say there's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders if you're like on camera and like lifting up a show or whatever. Okay, fine. But I'm comfortable doing that. There's stuff like being a the director of a charter school or like working in an organization at the UN, you know, that kind of professionalism. I've always just been like, wow, you know, and, and I really wanted to do something meaningful in in media, like make things of substance. And I just felt like this was, you know, I don't know if I saw I, I, I feel like 
when she first started talking about this script and she was coming from no background in, in media, I was just like, I've been working with showrunners and, and people in TV and film my, m most of my life, really. And I was like, the second she gets some experience, I know she can do that. Like, mm -hmm. and she should do that. She's the kind of person who should do that. You know, there aren't enough people like her doing that. Yeah. And so that was kind of like, that was just the initial outset of us, like having, I think, any conversations past like these gatherings where, you know, we were just amongst other friends. Does that make sense? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is your favorite thing about your friend? Um, I would say I just have a real respect and admiration for her, for her mind and her soul. Like she, again, it's this thing of purpose. Like she's always had, it seems like everything she's done since she was able to be, you know, out in the world, making her own choices. She just, she, she means it, you know, she like does good things and means them. And that's like a really incredible thing. She's incredibly consistent. You know what I mean? And she's extremely honest about like, if you're reflecting on something that you've done together, let's say it's, it's whether it's writing something or whatever it is, she's, she actually describes herself as a word she uses, which I wouldn't quite use, but it's ruthless. And it gets, it gets there a little bit. She's like, she's very, <laughs> very, but like the more you get to know her, it's not, I don't think it's like jarring or in any way negative because her, her, she's so principled. And so therefore like that kind of honesty and transparency, I think is just like, it's a great thing. I love that. If you could guess, what do you think Nava's favorite thing is about you? I, well, it depends on which kind of, if we're, if, you know, it's like there's the flippant funny things and there's the real things. I know that once she said on several occasions that she thinks that one of the things that's best about me is that I'm generous. You don't I, like I, that? I, I, <laughs> well, no, yeah, it it's, was very it's, 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 quizzical. Yeah, it's generous? like, um, I'm a miser. I'm really just tight with, um, no, I, <laughs> the reason I remember it is because I'm like, oh, of, of the things that I think are great about me that's not one of the things that i would have thought of but um and that stuck out you know and it's kind of nice when people can reflect back to you something that maybe you don't see as much about yourself mm -hmm. that yeah, i'll go i'll go i'll go with that all right what is something that you do that drives nava crazy oh probably my lack of responsiveness on text that's got to be number one <laughs> i mean that's just that's got to be <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a number of things, but I would say that's number one, probably. And do you just look at the text and go, oh, I'll just do it later? Or do you even just like, you don't have like alerts or you don't like it's open a, your phone? It's a confluence of things. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. I'd say, yeah, right. I'd say over the last year, it has been genuine, like max out bandwidth. And there's just like, if there's anybody I'm responding to, she's in the top, you know, five. It's just, it's just like between having a, a, a kid mm -hmm. and... um. I've, you know, when I work on this show, I'm, I'm, it's a really, really full on kind of thing. Cause I'm in like every scene and I directed an episode mm -hmm. this season. So it's just like, it's just full, full, full on. And she's pretty understanding. Wait, how many episodes did we get? 10, but I, but I directed one. I directed one episode. Oh, nice. Ooh, fun, fun, fun. Uh, yeah. And then also this, this do not disturb function now that everybody gets to use. It's just, just, just leave that thing on for 37 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I've been seeing that where it's like so-and-so silence. Yeah, this is on DND. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. But is it like do not disturb or is it just putting their phone on silent? No, it's do not disturb specifically. It's do not uh -huh. disturb. 
So you don't get alerted. There's no vibration. Mm -hmm. You don't get phone calls. But then I'll just show you that like someone called or someone texted. You have to like look for it. I used to put my phone on airplane a lot. And then I realized Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, that I was maybe too disconnected. Well, yeah, because then it just goes... Straight to voicemail, yeah. and then the text. Yeah, you don't get them till way, way later. Yeah. I heard you guys talking about leaving each other voicemails. Who leaves? I uh, nobody. See, nobody that I know leaves voicemails anymore. Really. <laughs> oh, I love a voicemail. Her mailbox is currently full, of and it's not receiving voicemail. any more messages. <laughs> it's full because it's full of your voicemails. What about voice notes? I do, you, know. do you use voice or voice? Uh, Sometimes. You know well, what I mean? I've had to resort to that because. Uh, I need to say things sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but another podcast. You need another like, podcast. Yeah, truly. Yeah, you, you, she has so much to say. She has sixteen I have podcasts. Too much. I need another. <laughs> Needs to leave voicemails. <laughs> she has a message to give. <laughs> um, okay, what is something that Nava does that drives you crazy? See, she's on the opposite end of something w- w- with responsiveness. She's like expects. I think when she was working at the UN, they had they had like a three hour kind of window that they needed to reply to like all things. Mm-hmm. You know, there was rigor. There was <laughs> rigor there, and I'm a little. And sometimes I'm just like, damn. I mean, c- come on. Like, hey, what were we gonna do if we didn't have phones, guys? People used to go to war. You know what I mean? <laughs> they didn't hear from each other for months. <laughs> Like family members, <laughs> like I, I suppose we balance each other out in that sense. Uh, one would hope. That's a funny thing to think about. Yeah, how did everyone know when we were going to war? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, how it, did and if you were know? on Do Not Disturb, did you get drafted? <laughs> That's so weird. That's not really a great joke. But... The government was like, <laughs> notify <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deliver quietly. (laughs) Notify anyway. (laughs) Um, Okay, Penn, which of you would do better on the TV show Survivor? I think I'm the easy answer, but I think upon further investigation, it could be her. I mean, I think, you know what? She's actually, actually, so we're, so if we're talking about like hanging out in the woods, like Mm -hmm. I think I'm a little more built for that. But Mm -hmm. if we're talking about competing, she's actually, I think she's very competitive. She's like quietly very competitive, I think. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like, actually, if I'm engaged in a competition, I start to shut down and I just like, I'm just like, fine, you can have it, whatever. It's fine. Like, it's really okay. Oh, you don't like to win. It's, I think the, the concept of losing it's like in uh, like incapacitating for me or intimidating to me so i just sort of opt out of the of the competition you know what i mean it's not that like i love i love a bit of sportsmanship between men uh (laughs) but you know i mean like i could play a friendly game of something but i think there's a there's a threshold beyond which it's just i'm like whoa whoa whoa," Mm -hmm. you know yeah and that's but i think nava i think she's actually quite competitive that makes sense i like that yeah all right, we've reached the end. What do you hope you're both doing 20 years from now? Well, you know, the good answer would be we're making things. We're making mm-hmm. content, <laughs> making, uh, I want to say making movies, making shows, making making things, podcasts. Well, do you think podcasts will still be a thing? It's been longer than I thought it would I be. I think so, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because we started out to do something of real purpose, I think, like... Um, and it's not ter- in terms of scale, just in terms of meaning and substance. Mm-hmm. I hope we're still making things, you know? Mm-hmm. The thing is, is when you work together, you you know, we I, I'd say relatively speaking, to be calling 
us onto a show called Best Friends. We've been friends for a short period of time, like six years or so, five or six years, but then like working together for just about three. But you know, when you're working together, you start to like different things happen. And that, and we've really been friends for, for that period of time mostly. That's where, that's where our real relationship has been. And so, you know, and I think the things that we've gone through so far, we could probably go through a lot more things. So let's, here's to, here's to, and if we don't have a company, I, I'd like to say that we learned a lot and we just have like mad respect for one another and our kids hang out and you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that too. Okay. Now we're going to bring Nava back. All right. And we're going to compare these answers. Oh, you compare notes? Oh, jeez. Yes. (laughs) And then you guys log off and decide whether you continue your friendship. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be brief. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. Boy, it's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift.
thrived. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash best friends. Thrivemarket.com slash best friends. So, so, so do you like paraphrase what we said or do you play it back? We paraphrase. It's paraphrase. Oh, paraphrase. Sure, and I will read it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can add if you want. Okay. This um, is the fun let's part. Let's get into it. Yeah. This is the, the fun part. The whole thing's been the fun part. <laughs> no, no. This part is the fun part where we get to see how right or wrong you are about each other. <laughs> so the first question we asked was, how did you two meet? Nava said, met in New York City um, in her apartment. Penn was consulting with Nava's roommate, Martha, who he was very good friends with at the time, whether he should take the job on you. Um, and they would also see each other around while working in a faith youth group. Penn said, do you want to do this once this year? No, oh, we've never done that before. We haven't? We haven't? Okay. <laughs> this is the fun thing about me. I'll never remember how we do anything. <laughs> Ben <laughs> said, met Nav in her apartment. He went to see her roommate, ding, Martha. Ding, 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 ding. And they were having, uh, he was having an intense convo with Martha about taking you. And then uh, Martha and Nava would host meaningful conversations in their apartment that he would attend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys got that one right. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> one for one. One for one. Next, we asked, What's your favorite memory of traveling together? And you both talked about the road trip that you took mm. to this conference. But Nava also talked about the half day that you had together in London during your biannual retreat. And you went oh, to the yeah. park, you went to a marketplace together in Notting Hill. Yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. cute. Penn described the, the road trip with more detail, saying that mm. Nava <laughs> played music from the 1975 he played his own music. He swears if someone asked him to play it, we're not quite sure if that's true or not. <laughs> that's... that's right. Yes. Yeah, Is that true? Isn't that true? No, that is no, true. No, I think it was actually. Was it the 1975? From... It was, but that was our trip in DC with Ryan. I don't think that was oh. Rhode Island. Because remember, the one to Maine, we were all so sad. That's, I was sad about yeah, like a yeah, heartbreak, yeah, you and Domino. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that really no. So when we went to D.C., that was actually a really fun trip. Yeah, neither of us mentioned that. That Can we change our answer? That was actually yeah. That was the most fun trip. I do you, Nava? Do you remember that the most memorable moment was when (laughs) we were all talking about aliens and Ryan and we're like walking just on the street at night and 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 Ryan goes, guys, you know the best thing about aliens. And then we look at him and he's just like, what do you think they're doing right now? And then he does that thing. He does that thing where you where you, you put your hands on your knees and then you cross them back and forth. You know what I, it's right. like, oh he, he, like he just did this yeah. dance and then we just watched him do this dance. We like lost was, it because it was so yeah. random. Aww. Yes, that was that. Yeah, I think we both changed our answer. That was the best one. And that's when he played Mother and, uh, and I, so played I played the 1975. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that too. <laughs> what do you think aliens are doing right now? Just, dance. Just dancing. Just dancing. They it was a very human really dance. <laughs> Obviously a human dance from the early 90s. Uh, the next question we asked was, what's your favorite thing about your friend? Nava said, Penn is super generous and giving. Also, he's funny. Sometimes I'll text him, hey. Be funny today. <laughs> uh, 
Penn said he has a real respect and admiration for Nava's mind and soul. Uh-oh. She has a consistent, meaningful purpose. She's direct. Ruthless is the word she uses, which sounds a little harsh, but, you know, I think it's good. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> uh, we also asked, what is your friend's favorite thing about you? And when we asked Nava, she said that Penn says Nava is the most straightforward person he's ever met. Uh, and she was like, he might also hate that. Can't tell. <laughs> and she reminds it's a double-edged him, sword, as any sword yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. She reminds him when he doesn't meet deadlines. Uh, she said Hollywood. Which is, which is virtually every single deadline <laughs> I've ever looked at um, of any kind, really. So. <laughs> yeah. Both of you talked about how Hollywood has loose Deadlines and loose mm-hmm. time. And I was raised. I was raised in the jungle. I was raised. In the <laughs> Super loose, you know. And then uh, Penn said that Nava thinks that Penn is very generous. He thought that was that. That's something that he would not put on his own list of things that he mm. sees as good qualities about himself. But he likes that you said that. Nice. Uh, then we asked, what's something you do that drives your friend crazy? Nava said uh, she persistently calls texts and is very direct with Penn. Uh, Penn says she can, you know, sugarcoat things sometimes. Um, Penn said his lack of responsiveness to texts. <laughs> but if you look at it, as, as, so it's like the percentage is bad because of the persistence. But I'd say it's still regular because of the persistence. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Wait, wait, wait. The scale like, has fair. increased. <laughs> Where it, if you just responded the first time, there'd be no persistence. Yeah, that's, that, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but I also wonder if this would be... Well, I was going to say, I wonder if this would be an issue if you guys weren't working together. Like, mm. Yeah, it would, like, no. I mean, that's what I said at some point. I was like, you know, we, we have... Like a working relationship is is mm-hmm. is also it's like an added full added mm-hmm. dimension, you know. Yeah. And you're just hanging out, whatever, whatever. Like yeah, it would just yeah. sort of like that's that's its own thing. But yeah, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to make moves, trying to make money. <laughs> Wait a minute! I thought this, yeah, no. this is a righteous <laughs> purpose. It's like literally his purpose. It's a capitalist system. What do you expect? Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Ken has uh, literally never said that. And actually, I would say that we're doing the opposite. We yeah. like turn down lucrative <laughs> opportunities. Like, well, let's just do this other thing where we don't make don't, any money. Don't don't tell people that. Don't tell people that. We are yeah. out here making cash <laughs> money. This is what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we asked, which of you would do better on the TV show Survivor? Pen. Nava said Penn. He, he, she's like, he's the famous rich one, but he is more, he's better at the nature stuff. Uh, but Nava does believe that she can be diplomatic and keep a secret. How and does then, that work on Survivor? Because there's like conniving Diplomacy? strategy that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you have to like do alliances and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. We don't actually know. We've never seen an episode. <laughs> We're mostly, we've gathered <laughs> information from what other people have said about Survivor. Right, right. We just like this question a lot, even though we don't know much about Survivor. <laughs> I like that, actually. I like that yeah. honesty there. And then Penn actually uh, said, that he, same, said basically the same thing. He's built for the woods, but Nava is very competitive. <laughs> 
That's funny. Hmm. Do you agree? Do you isn't that, isn't I, see? I don't experience her competitiveness I'm, as a as a friend. I just feel like you've said that you're very competitive, and I'm like, I'm, I take yeah, I think it. I've joked about. Yeah, yeah. I'm not competitive. I'm not like athletic at all. I just have the feelings of someone who is. Like, I want to be like in it and like competing, but I like will always lose. But I'm like hurt by it, even though it's very predictable. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think we skipped one. Oh, do we? Uh, what's something your friend does that drives you crazy? Oh, oops. Nava said, Penn ignores my text. He never uses emojis and exclamation marks. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta beef up that. That is so true. No, you know what <laughs> yeah, I did, though? On, so on, her, <laughs> on her birthday, I sent her this a bunch so of emojis and then with like a laser effect. Oh. Like as though, as <laughs> though, you know, I was just like really laying it on thick. <laughs> That's that pretty funny. Because like, I love that kind of stuff. So I'd be like, well, this is the new standard. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're always doing it with lasers now. Um, and then Penn said she's the opposite of Penn's responsiveness. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Now the final questions this year. Okay. We asked, what do you hope you're both doing 20 years from now? And Nava says she hopes Penn is an award-winning director and he gets to star in a superhero franchise. And <laughs> 40 years of superhero franchises. <laughs> she hopes that he has one more kid and one of his kids is a great classical musician and that Penn becomes a professor wow. at USC. Wow. Nava, you went, you went in. Deep. I wanted you like all wrote a you. whole. Oh, thank yeah. you. I was very general. I'm very <laughs> I'm just we know who the better friend is. <laughs> and Nava hopes for herself that she's married, has a family, is a good neighbor, and she hopes that your production company is successful and that you're doing movies and TV shows that show a brighter side of human human nature. And then Penn said he hopes that we're making movies and content, TV shows, podcasts, if that's still a thing, and that if the company isn't a thing, that you still have respect for each other. And that you're still mm. friends, and your kids still hang out in your in each other's lives, and I think that's nice. See, so both. So honestly, I think you guys did a really good job. I think we you passed. did a really yes. good job as well. You passed with flying passed. colors. Thank you. Has anybody, see, has anybody ever failed? Continue. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no one's ever well, failed. No. no. If they good. did, would you tell them? You'd be like, yeah, yes. we'd be very yeah. Really? Oh, I absolutely be like, you, you've never met before, not one time. Yeah. So why did you agree to be on this show? Clearly what are you here to promote? Yeah. You have never even met. <laughs> <laughs> what superhero franchise are you a part of? How have we been tricked? Marvel. Ah. <laughs> Pen, I can't believe you didn't wish for me to be married in twenty years. I did. No, I said kid. No, uh, she bro- she broke up. Her, oh, she okay. said she said for our kid. I said for our kids to be hanging out. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say, come yeah. on, man. Come on. Yeah. Nava, I love that. <laughs> Why didn't you say I'd be married? <laughs> Don't you want You're me like, to be married? Not- Don't not manifest that for me. I'm also constantly asking Penn to set me up with someone, and he never has. Well, clearly. Yeah. Well, so hold on. So hold on. First of all, it's been a long pandemic, guys. It's just, I'm not, I'm also not a matchmaker. I'm not, I don't think I've ever. There's one, there's one, there's one friend and I would like to be, but I, I, I'm not good at it. I just, I'm not good at it. That's what everyone says. Who's with someone. They're like, you couldn't possibly. And I was like, well, how'd you get what you have? Why don't you share? Exactly. Share the secret. I identify with you, Nava. Thanks, Nicole. Once Sashira asked me, 
what's the first thing I would see if I could uh, time travel? And I was like, I'd go see who my husband is. I love that. Like, oh. <laughs> the, the first thing you would do. And I was like, oh, um, I guess see uh, other stuff. Uh, kill Hitler, kill Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're not going like, to say go something my in history or like, like look at <laughs> where we are as a society. You're going to find your husband? <laughs> and I go see him. What's he look like? Is he nice? <laughs> <laughs> and you guys should you... listen to the episode back because you both said really nice things about each other that we yeah. didn't repeat but you guys clearly love each other and that's very sweet that's so sweet no, thank you yeah we should bring you guys onto our podcast if you're open to it absolutely yes, if you're dude. open to it no pressure it. see Nava always puts pressure no, guys it's okay you don't have to you don't like, have recorded. to Pro- do it promise me you're gonna do this <laughs> yeah this is recorded this is on yeah. record yeah. we're, we're live tweeting There's this an, interview see our podcast right is up yeah. well what are you guys uh, working on next with your company what's happening um, I mean there's a, so when you're when you're when you're trying to really make things you're making a lot of things at the same time to see mm-hmm. if anything sticks mm-hmm. you know what i mean so we there's like uh there's quite a list now actually just recently came up with a really great idea that i can't mention yeah um, i was saying if you say yeah, that i will no. actually cool. kill you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so she just came up with a really great idea um we'll see we'll see can't wait that, to see. Uh, now i want to know yeah yeah you'll just have to wait about seven years probably when you that's, come on our podcast i'll tell you off there mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um. See how she's she's negotiating. Yeah. So now right I was now. like, well, now we have to set up because <laughs> I would like to know. <laughs> Nava, you're very good. I'm not Thank even you. available to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would actually yeah. love to have you on. <laughs> but we have we have a cup. We have like two a number of independent. Yeah, a couple of independent films and a kids like family series that are like the most immediate things in the works. Amazing. Yeah. That's fun. I love that. Yeah, I like your friendship. It seems really nice and and chill and like, yeah, Sashir said loving and I agree. Thank you. It's many things. You know, chill is not is not is not the, uh, the, the, the. He's like, I'm not feeling the chill energy. I think, I, think no. took, I think if you took the company out of it, it would be like when we were oh, friends completely. for three years before. Yeah. Like no, super chill. totally yeah, chill. Yeah. It's just that what we've yeah. been trying to do with this company is like the least chill thing, which is like succeed <laughs> in a cutthroat industry and try to make something a substance. And so we're always we actually have. um I think when we laugh the most is when we're talking about like if we were just um, if we if we were just like cool with buying into the whole just like nihilism sheen of, you know, the the Hollywood movie making industry, we could uh, we could just we there's so many just like out left field, crazy, dumb ideas that we know we know would would sell, sell, you know, it's just like and so we like just laugh about the crazy things we could pitch that people would be like huh tell me more yeah. and that whereas whereas we're like now here's something we want to do we want to make something that's like uh moral and principles for children people are like mm, you know that sounds great but ooh, it's a tough tough business out there can i just say i'm actually gonna i won't say who i like i won't say which network but the very first pitch meeting pen and i ever had we took two concepts like a like a family show and like a, a strictly kids show and the kids show was like educational, like no two ways around it. And we didn't take it to PBS, mm-hmm. which we should have. And so the very first meeting we had, the like the 
someone in a very senior position who was there for the kids pitch um, didn't, I guess, hadn't read the brief on what the concept was, but like took the meeting Mm -hmm. and was like making a joke about how in their like network, they never make anything educational. And he was like, if you have something educational, you take that shit to PBS. Don't bring it here. And literally right after that, I was like, all right, what'd you guys bring us? And we all, I think there were five of us on the team pitching it. And we all looked at each other like, what do we do? You know, it was like such a like, wow. Yeah. And needless to say, did not sell. (laughs) Yeah. How wild. That executive is nuts. Some of them are truly. Well, he was just, you know, he was honest. He, yeah. he, he was, was honest, he was yeah. Honest. He was just being honest. Yeah, but like, we <laughs> do just not like smart off. kids. Yeah. We <laughs> want them dumb. <laughs> we want dummies. <laughs> we don't want them learning yeah. anything. <laughs> it's pretty it's so funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. Can you uh, anyway. take the shit to PBS? <laughs> Can you talk about the the conception of Pod Crush? Yeah. Penn, you want to take that one? I feel like I always answer that one. Sure. Yeah. You're really good. So Nava's also incredible because of the work she's done. She can, she'll hear like 17 different perspectives and then summarize them all. And everybody's like, yeah, that, yeah, that is what I said. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That was, that was really, that was really good. Um, so she's just really good at summarizing even ideas that I come up with. And then I'm like, Nava, you get that? Yeah. You get that. <laughs> uh, so, so podcast basically is, it's uh, see this. I'm already like, hmm. How do I? <laughs> what is that? Show? How do? What am I doing all of my extra time with? Uh, it, it's 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 about middle school. Like we're t- we're telling middle school stories and we're using those as a portal to like, uh, to to actually really meaningful conversations. You know, just like about all things, often identity and just a lot of what that incorporates. But we, you know, in the beginning we had like these these user submitted stories we'd start with those and i narrate them but we've now put them at the end because uh people are here for the celebrity interviews you know what i mean <laughs> and um but they're still but they're still there and they're still good and we we have a few animated clips to go along with them so it's like basically kind of you know one of like i was saying some of our earliest conversations were about this age period and what how meaningful it is for people in their lives and just forming who they are you know, 12 to 15 around that. And so this, I mean, it was Nava's idea. She had, she had, uh, this idea that she basically had heard somebody's middle school story. She heard somebody telling their middle school story and, and, um, and just basically thought it was like, she was just like dying laughing, I guess, like kind of like, like in tears. Nava was her gut reaction was like, what if there was a podcast where you just had people submitting like some of their their cringiest, their worst, their most embarrassing stories from school, you know? Mm-hmm. And and that was really the 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 germ of it. And then she told me about it. Um, I was third in line too. She went to she went to our friends Sophie and David because Sophie animates and David makes music. And she was just thinking it was going to be this like small little podcast and not the giant success that it is now. <laughs> The juggernaut that need not be named because of its omnipresence. No, and and but you know the second somebody like me gets involved in something, it it kind of shifts things. You can't. It's like, you know. So so she she mentioned it to me. I thought, oh, that's cool. And then and then I you know I wanted to contribute in some way. We talked about me maybe narrating the stories, and then eventually I became a host of the thing. And then because I have reps, then you know. They all want to then get eventually involved, it's just get, like it's get Penn their Badgley's fingers in the pie. podcast. And now it's like Penn <laughs> oh, Badgley's no. podcast about middle school with two people yeah. we will <laughs> have never heard of who bring down his value. No. <laughs> no. 
um yeah so that's so that's that's the that's the genesis of of pod crushed but it's you know i think what's cool is it like when you guys come on for instance um you'll see that it's uh no we i think we have i think it is uplifting i think we have like really uplifting conversation that's something that that's something that we've we've wanted to do you know since we met is like think about making things that are they you know to me to me we've been exploring the dark side of things for a while and there was a point in time where that was really brave and new and interesting and i think it's i think it's maybe just not as new and interesting as it used to be and so to make something that is uplifting but it's also mature and complex mm -hmm. like i think that's that's a that's something we see less of and you know so that's that's, <laughs> that's what we're trying to do yeah i love yeah. that well i can't wait to do it yeah <laughs> i'm excited okay great <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being on this show. This was so wonderful to hear about your work yeah, that you're doing you together it. and your friendship. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks so much us. for having us. This was so fun. Well, that's it. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. 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 Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.